0: Matthew chapter 15. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, when you collide with Jesus, everything changes. Look at your neighbor, look at the one you just said that to and say, I mean it, everything changes. Amen. Now, listen, I know we're in a digital age, digital world age. I do know that, but I want to encourage you in this next month of March. Let's do something we haven't done in a while. Let's bring our Bibles to church. Every single Sunday. Don't 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 bring your phone. Okay? Bring your Bible. Yes. Bring your Bible to church and let's just. Let's do something we haven't done in a while. And listen, I'm I'm, I'm not trying to take away from your computer or your phone. It's very important. And I'm glad I have the Bible app. There's been times that, that, I mean, it is absolutely wonderful. And and it gives me these notifications, the scripture of the day and all this wonderful thing. I'm not knocking it down. But let's do something in the month of March, the whole month of March. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, bring your Bible. Look at your other neighbor and say, Neighbor, Neighbor. this is a B.O.B. party. We ain't bringing beer, we're bringing a Bible. (laughs) Some of y'all and I said B.O.B., y'all was like. That person's cool. (laughs) Matthew chapter 15, verse number 21. Are you there? That was weak. Are you there? Then, Way to go, buddy. He's got a little rust coming out in there. Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon, Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon possessed, but he answered her not a word. Now, stay right there just one. She's crying out to Jesus and he ignores her. Now, to us, sometimes we come to church and we do that same thing. We call out, and and I, we, we we didn't feel the chili bumps, and and I, and I, the pastor prayed for everybody but me, and, and 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 you know I I I just needed to hear from God, and, and 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 I just didn't hear it. So we just go home and we quit church and we just I'm done. But not this woman. But he answered her. But but he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying. Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost house of Israel. Then she came and worshiped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. Listen. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. The 29th verse right here, the Bible said, then Jesus departed from there, skirted the sea of Galilee and went up to the mountain and sat down there. Then great multitudes came to him, having with them the lame, the blind, the mute, the maimed, and many others. And they laid them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. So the multitude marveled when they saw the mute speaking, the maimed made whole, the lame walking, the blind seeing, and they glorified the God of Israel. Now Jesus called his disciples to himself and said, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now continued with me three days and have nothing to eat. And I do not want to send them away hungry, lest they faint on the way. Then his disciples said to him, Where could we get enough bread in the wilderness to fill such a great multitude? Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? Hang on just a minute. Look at that question. Look at your neighbor and say, He's asking you a question. He's not saying look what I got. He's asking what do you have? Listen, listen. He's asking what do you have? And they said seven and a few fish, a few little fish. So he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground and he took the seven loaves and the fish and gave thanks, broke them and gave them to his disciples and the disciples gave to the multitude. So they all ate and were filled and they took up seven large baskets full of fragments that were left. Now, those who ate were 4,000 men beside women and children. And he sent the multitude away, got into the boat, and came to the region of Magdala. Father, we ask you, Lord, you bless your word this morning. Father, this is your word. God, you began to move upon this word today. Heavenly Father, Lord, you have already spoken it. It's already got the anointing. So, Father, now let that anointing fall in this place. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. You may be seated. Now it's probably been a little while since I've actually stood up here and opened up my Bible and read that many scripture. And uh, but I wanted to combine two different stories here because I mean they are back to back. I mean I mean people are colliding with Jesus back to back. And in this first story, Jesus is making his way down. The Bible says that there is a woman from Canaan. And she comes to where Jesus is because, because listen, something is already happening, okay? People are hearing about what Jesus is doing. And and we go down to this part of Scripture where the Bible said that he fed 4,000. Now, just before this, he fed 5,000 not long ago. And he had five loaves of of bread and two fishes. And now he's coming up to the place to feed 4,000. Look at your neighbor and say, if he did it once... He'll do it again. So now he's on his way and people are hearing rumors about this man who is changing people's lives. People are hearing rumors about what God is doing. See, see, we gotta ask ourselves this question. Is people really hearing what God is doing in our church? Or they just know that you go to church? See, because here's the thing. When broken people get healed, word gets out. When blind people get healed, word gets out. When drug addicts and alcoholics get healed, word gets out. Things begin to change. God begins to move upon people's lives and he does it through us. See, see, we can never take for granted where we was before. If we, really, if we really sit down and open up a book and look where we was last week, oh, we can see what God is doing in our lives. But sometimes we get so to the place where we think it's all about me. Lord, bless me. Lord, give me money. Lord, make me rich. Lord, do great things in me. Heal me. And, and, and here's the thing. We all need to pray for ourselves. I understand that. But there's real hurting people out there that somebody's got to call out to God and begin to move because here's the thing. When God heals one, it's like a magnet and people start running. When people start getting saved, guess what? Oh, that's that church down there that people get saved in. When people start getting healed, guess what? That's that church down there that people get healed in. See, so, so why not do these things so people can drive by and say, "All oh, that, I don't, I, 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 I wouldn't recommend you going in that church." You know, our church is just clickety, you know, and and the pastor rides a Harley and and it's ugly and whoever said that's gonna get in trouble. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> My God! <laughs> the man who never says a word. Listen, listen, it's 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 Jesus is coming through, and this woman cries out to him, and he keeps walking. <laughs> listen, listen. Now I've done that a few times. Lord, help me. In Walmart, when I see somebody, I go, oh, dear God. I mean, because I really got to get in there and get out because I, I'm really, my my Walmart experience, I'm telling you, I'm a pro. I go right to it. And when I got Lane Brown with me, I'm even a bigger pro because he's on his Walmart app. And he knows exactly what aisle and halfway down or up or down or whatever. And we get it and boom, and we're gone. And he keeps telling me all the time, Daddy, why ain't you got this app? I said, I don't want that app. I know where it is. Now I'm getting there and I'm thinking, Lane, where is it? <laughs> hey, there's been times when I've called him on the phone and told him what I'm looking for and told him what Walmart I was in and find it. <laughs> and he does. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. That's a miracle, brother. <laughs> but there's people sometime, and, and I mean, I'm, 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 I'm really... Dear God, I'm confessing. I think, is, is it, are we Catholic today? Or are we confessing or what? And I, and I say, oh, oh, I love them, but I really don't have time. And so, so they don't see me, but I see them. Okay? But now when they see me, I'm really not that rude. If they see me, really, I, I do stop. <laughs> but if I see them and I don't have time, I'm on a mission. Now, li- listen, listen. Jesus was on a mission. And this woman come out of nowhere and said, oh, Jesus, thou son of David. Notice, notice she doesn't call him the son of God. Notice this scripture. She's coming through, thou son of David, because they've been praying and they've heard that there was one out of the loins of David who is coming and he is going to heal the sick and he is going to redeem and he is going to bring forth. But he's coming underneath that cloak of the son of David. He's coming underneath that, but he's actually coming in the Christ because he's going to redeem them from their sins and restore them back to God. So here he is ignoring her and she's crying and his disciples, the church people, your buddies, your friends. Well, if Jesus don't want nothing to do with them, just keep on going. Why is this woman even crying? Don't even look at her. Jesus, Jesus, he's drawing something out of her. He's teaching his disciples something. Look, just because you come to church and it doesn't happen at the moment when you thought it is, you have to believe in who is doing this. She done been everywhere else. But she heard. Listen, she heard when people hear that Jesus is doing extraordinary things through ordinary people, things happen. People change. Man, they get hope. Well, praise God. If, if Brother Brown can be restored from drugs and alcohol and preached for 25 years, then my son that's on alcohol right now, God can touch his life. My daughter, God can bring her out. When people begin to hear about what's going on, if God can restore that marriage, uh, then God can restore mine. Uh, Whoever's in here this morning uh, where your marriage looks like crap and feeling like crap uh, and and all of this stuff. Can I say crap in church? I said it three times. uh, Praise God. Uh, And all of this stuff going on, uh, I'm telling you right now, God can restore marriages. Uh, Me and Anna was on the divorce court, uh, not once but twice. Uh, But God knew what was going to happen. He knew what was going to bring forth. uh, And i telling you right now, you can look at me. If God did it here, he'll do it there. Sometimes we give up. We give up way too quick. This woman wasn't even a believer, but she seen and heard what Jesus did that changed everything. Come on, somebody. That changes everything. See, because when somebody really gets saved, it makes you want to be saved. Listen, I growed up in church. I growed up in church ever since I was little bitty. I mean, I, mean, I just, just, just growed up in church. And so I knew what church people did. I just did. I mean, they come to church, they prayed, they cried, they shouted, some rolled. They're just Holy Ghost, you know, Holy Rollers. Some had good times, some came mad, some came fighting. I mean, I I I could write a book and tell you how many fights happened in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, I got to, I got to here, I got to, I got to. Y'all don't even know how good our men really is. I mean, we got some godly men in this place. I I, I I'm telling you the truth. Last Sunday we had a pancake dinner, <laughs> dinner. Praise God, breakfast. Some of you might have been dinner, but. Breakfast. <laughs> and, so, and so here we are. I mean, I mean, we're stirring up. I mean, this is, this is something that the men's doing. And, I, and, 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 so, and so Cody asked me, he said, he said uh, how many people do you think will feed? And I said, well, about 25 or 30. He goes, really? I said, they just ain't going to come out and eat pancakes, brother. He said, why? I said, they just don't. I said, we'll have more of a deal on Thursday night. They're not going to get to church early enough to eat pancakes. He said, okay, we wind up handing out almost 100 plates. Cody thought he was going to cook for about 20 minutes, and he cooked for about two hours. And it was cold, and he brought a trailer. And then uh, Chad, your singer here, Chad, hell, he mixed up the pancake batter. Cody said he put the blender in there, and it was smoking. It was so thick. Cody said, I went to pour them pancakes on her. And he said, they just. And he said, they just sat there and sat there. And he said, ain't there supposed to be like bubbles on them or something when they're done? They said, yeah. And he said, well, there's no bubbles. And he turned over and it's black. So he cooked the other side till it's black. So then he brings it in to uh, to their, Mike Burks looks at it. Mike Burks is an instigator. I just want y'all to know right now. He's an instigator. Mike Burke said, hey, send this back to Cody. It's burnt. So this is a true story. Now, listen, Cody gets a pancake, and I mean, he's got bacon going. He's got eggs going. It's smoking in that trailer. That bacon, I mean, it's smoking in that trailer. He's got everything going. They bring it back, and he said, well, what am I going to do with it? He said, I can't recook it. It's already burnt. Throw it in the trash. Then he looked at another guy, Bornheiser, and he said, you flip some pancakes. Bornheiser said, I'm going to heat you in the mouth. Cody said, start swinging. (laughs) Now, this is our men. This is man thing. All outside. I had no idea this was going on. Mr. Instigator, I picked up a piece of bacon, and I said, oh, this is crispy. He said, go tell uh, uh, Cody it chips you too. So innocent bystander me, (laughs) I walk out there, smoke is rolling. I said, hey, this bacon chipped my tooth. (laughs) Cody never looks up. (laughs) And Mr. Pancake right here, Randy, that's his new name, Pancake. After all this is over, they tell me, well, anyway, long story short, they made up. They came in. they both sat here in the church Sunday morning and it was all good. Oh, dear God. The next day, was all in there, and we was talking about all this. We was talking about everything. And, and so anyway, I was talking to Mike Burks, and I was just making a you know, funny gesture. I said, I'll hit you in the mouth. I said, no, never mind. I, we'll, we'll start a fight in here. I'm not going to say that. Randy jumps up, and he says, oh, pastor, I can't eat no more pancakes. Don't do that. I said, what are you talking about? He said, when they're getting in the fight, he said, i just sitting over and just start eating pancakes. He said, he said I grabbed that one pancake, and it was burned on both sides. And he said, just running down my chin. Praise God <laughs> In here I'm going to come in here and preach on the Collide series, and thank goodness they run into Jesus for they got here. But this woman has got an issue, and she's chasing after because she's trying to find the man who's responsible of doing all the healing. Listen. She's trying to find a reason and a hope to keep going. Some people in this room right now, some of you in this room right now, you got the smile on. It looks like you got it all together, but there are some things in your life that isn't panning out. And it feels like Jesus isn't even answering. you called and you called and it feels like he's walking by and he's not even saying a word. I need to tell you, get what this woman got. She looked at him and she said, Master, Master, I'm hungry. Master, Master, will you come? and heal and he says these words it is not meat for me to give the king's food to dogs and I, I mean to people like you and she said but even the dogs has got to eat the crumbs from the master's table. See, there's people out there, they may not come in and get the full uh, effect of the buffet on Sunday mornings. Uh, but you can go outside when you leave here and get so full uh, that crumbs just fall off of you. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Just get so full. You can be like that little boy one day. He got up one morning and he said, he said, ooh, mama's cooking biscuits. He went in there to get him a biscuit and mama said, hey, don't you touch those biscuits, boy. We're having a baptizing today and this is for dinner on the ground. And so he said, mama, she said, don't you touch them. They're not yours. She turned her head and he got him one and stuffed a few in his pocket. He went back out there to church and they got to the baptizing. Got out there and the preacher said, does anybody else want to be baptized? And this little old eight-year-old boy said, hey, I will. Preacher got him out there and he, he got him in the water. And by the time he was going to dunk him under, he forgot he had those biscuits in his pocket. When he got in the water, they just floated to the top. He brought him up, brought him up. His mama said, dunk him again. His sins are rising to the top. <laughs> See, See, some of us have issues. I know it's hard to believe. You're the people in church that got issues. You got issues? You got issues? Don't ask, to, don't ask the right person because they're going to tell you their issues. Matter of fact, if you really want to know some people's issues, just go on their Facebook page. I mean, it's like puking all over. And we have these issues and we're chasing after But listen, we haven't slowed down long enough to see what God has really done. Amen. This woman didn't just show up because uh, Jesus happened to be there. She heard. Right. Listen, when people start hearing what God is doing, uh, they will show up. You will be like a magnet uh, to hurting people uh, and people needing you. And not only that, when you get into that place with God, God will just tell you, go here, go there. God will tell you about that time you're going to take lunch. And God will say, no, work for you through your lunch break. And you'll think, oh, you want me to fast? He never said fast. He said work through your lunch break because somebody's going to show up. Amen. It's happened to me before. And when you stay in tune with God, he's going to move. And when you get to where you're going, what you're going to do is be able to tell somebody what God's been doing. That's the biggest thing. Start telling somebody what God's been doing in your life. Jesus looked at her and he said, he said, he said, wow. Kansas woman, what great faith you got. You go because the things that you have desired is already done. Amen. This is amazing right here. Listen to this. He didn't show up. He didn't follow her. He didn't knock on the door. He didn't say everybody get out. I mean, all, all of those things has happened before. He, he, he basically sends her and he says, what you've been asking for because your faith has already been done. Wouldn't that be amazing to come to church and sit in church and have so much faith? Uh, Praise God, so much faith that when you're sitting here, you're believing that God to do it. uh, And sit here, and your faith, uh, your faith heals somebody uh, in another country. Uh, Your faith uh, heals somebody in another state. Uh, Your faith uh, begins to heal things and bring things uh, because you believe. She forgot about all that, but when she run into Jesus, Something changed. Jesus gets up and he leaves. Listen, word's still out. He gets out to the place. The Bible said that 4,000 people showed up. Now this is the second time that he fed the multitude. Now the first time he fed the multitude was an absolute miracle and there was a young boy involved. But now now Jesus Jesus asked, asked this question to his disciples. Listen to me. Okay, this is a second go around. I just fed 5,000. He looks at his disciples and he asks them. Oh, look at your neighbor and say he's going to preach to you. To preach to you. Listen, listen. When you start coming to church, you start being here after a while, you, it's going to be your responsibility to have something. Who Got quiet in this Pentecostal church. It's going to be your responsibility to have something to give. Amen. Jesus. Jesus. People's running into him, and he, he now he turns to his disciples and he says, "What do you have? How many loaves do you have?" Well, obviously four loaves. You know, I mean, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's 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 more than five. We're a little down. There's only 4,000 this time, but here's what I got. Listen to me. When you run into Jesus, what you do is you give him what you got. Amen. Don't be concerned of what the task is. Amen. Give Christ what you have. That's all he's asking. Yes. Amen. He's not asking you to go get something else. He's asking you, what do you have? Come on. <clears throat> Come on. What do you have? Praise God, just like that little widow woman that time when, 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 when the collectors came over in the Old Testament. And the Bible said that the collectors came and she ran out and she cried out and she said, look, look, they're coming to get, they're, they're, they're coming to get my boys, they're coming to get everything that I own. She went to the prophet, she said, she said, what can I do? And he asked her, he had the prophet ask her, what do you have? She said, I have Nothing. <laughs> Except one little empty bottle of oil. That's all I have. Listen. Empty. Not full. Empty. And he tells her, go in your closet. Listen, listen. Now here's a step further. He says, go borrow empty vessels. Not a few, but borrow a lot. Listen to me. This is where your faith gets in. Because first of all, you got just just an empty bottle of a little bit of oil, and you're gonna borrow a whole bunch of vessels. <laughs> this sounds crazy. It may sound crazy, but this is what God's doing. He says, now go into your closet, and when you get these vessels, start pouring the oil out. Don't go in public. Don't get in your kitchen so everybody can see you. Listen, he said, go in your closet and and, and conceal yourself in. This is gonna be my time and your time. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I need to tell somebody this morning uh, that God wants your time. uh, And he's asking you, uh, go into your closet all by yourself uh, and just call on me uh, because what I'm gonna do in secret, uh, I'm gonna make it public uh, at a later time, uh, but I wanna do it for you. She goes into her closet and she starts pouring in and God starts pouring out. Amen. After a while, she says, she says, bring me another vessel. And Fred says, there ain't another one. She says, well, all still coming out. <laughs> oh, I'll run to Walmart. No, I'm just kidding. So, so, so when you collide and you run into that, and you get into that position, you get into that place in your life, God begins to change some things. Amen. Yes, he does. Yes. And in this season, I had somebody reach out to me uh, yesterday or the day before and said, Okay, you said a statement. You said that this is the greatest time of revival that we've ever had. He said, Explain that. I said, Well, it's simple to explain. The church is now hungry. Amen. Come on, somebody. Amen. The church is now hungry. See, at first the church got all mad and all upset and everything. Well, I can't believe they're shutting us down and we ain't going to church. And, 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 and I, just, I, 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 I just can't have that because I go to church at least three times a month. Oh, that was weak. Y'all's mad at me now. But the church got into a place where they got Hungry. Why is this the greatest revival for the church? Because it's going to hit the church first. God says, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pour out to the church. I'm going to bring those who's been saved but still hanging in the balance. I'm going to reel them in. I'm going to show them because they're going to have some stuff. Because there's going to come a time when the multitude is going to show up. That I'm going to ask my church, what do you have? What do you have? Take what you've got and give it to Jesus because when his hands gets on it, it begins to multiply. See, the first time was five loaves. That's grace. The second time is favor. It's seven loaves. Listen, 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 listen. I ain't got time to preach this this morning. The first time he's bringing the grace, the grace of God is showing up and boom. Now the favor of God is showing up. Boom. So he's bringing us into a favor. Those of us who have run into Jesus and had an experience. There are some people, they come to church, everybody say, I love the preacher. preacher. And they just ask God to forgive them and tell God that they're sorry. Well, preacher, they ask God to forgive them. No, they ask God to forgive them because they were sorry. But when people come to church and ask God to forgive them and repent, There's a difference. Because my mama used to make me and my sisters tell each other we were sorry when we messed up. My mama would say, say you're sorry. And I said, I'm sorry. Say it like you mean it. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) So now we've learned and we've We 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 brought that same thing to church that if people see us come to the altar, my God, I'm 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 outing some of y'all probably, but they see us come to church and we fall down and just tell God we're sorry, then the church will help us. But the church, but what we need is God to help us. We need God to help us because He's the Father. Yes. The church becomes the mother. She's a she. She is a she. So 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 the church is married to God. That's what the Bible says. We're going to the marriage supper of the Lamb. I ain't got time to teach this. But anyway, we are the her. We are the she. We are married to God. We are the, 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 the church. He is the father and and and, and, and the church becomes the mama. Yeah. That sounded good. Mama. The church becomes the mama. And after a while, there's got to be something from the father. Because what the father does uh, is give the identity. So we can come to the mama all day long. And mama can put band-aids on it uh, and everything else. uh, But a daddy gives the identity. That's why the woman takes the man's name. uh, Because he... He gave her the identity in this whole relationship. And so now Anna Luck becomes Anna Brown. And we become one. And she's got the identity. And now we become the Browns. Come on, somebody. Praise God. And, 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 and so now that's the identity. So when we come to God, we come with a repentant heart. And we get his identity. Ah! And God begins to move so now we walk out of this church and we have a, a new name the Bible says we'll have a new name the Bible says we'll sing a new song he'll give us a new name and a new song and he put it into our hearts and into our lives and that's the identity that we got to get and when we really truly run into Jesus those things happen Amen. Amen. they really make a difference They really make a difference in our lives. And Jesus got into this woman, run into this woman before anything else. And the Bible said that she called out to him and he just kept walking. Musicians come platform, please. He just kept on walking. It's not that he wasn't going to do anything, but what he was doing was pulling from her. He wanted her to say it. See, sometimes we come to church and here's what we want. We just want God to do it. God, just do it. And God says, I'm not Nike. You say the word, you speak what I've been telling you to speak. And when you do those things, then guess what? In that same hour, that woman's child was healed. Just boom. Woo! Isn't that amazing? Well, preacher, that's in the Bible, and that was a long time ago. Well, there's our first problem is we're reading the Bible as a fairy tale. And we're not reading it to become the life in us. When we read the word, it is life. It is real. It is still living. It will not die. Matter of fact, the Bible said, when everything in this world has passed away, the only thing that was still standing is my word. My word will still stand. And that's what we got to plant. Our relationship is in the word of life. Amen. Got to plant it in that. Now we learned something out of these two stories. Man, I could go on for probably at least to 1230, but I'm not going to. <laughs> this woman comes to him and she doesn't give up. She's an outsider. He tells her something and she comes back with something else, her faith. Listen to me. She done said, look here, buddy. I've done seen way too much. I've done seen too many people healed. I've talked to lepers who got healed. I've talked to the blind that couldn't see me. I've talked to a mute man who couldn't speak all of his life, and he had a conversation with me. I've been talking to people that couldn't hear. I've done been down through through this thing. You can't tell me you can't do it. I come all the way down here, and I'm telling you right now, it has gotta eat the crumbs from the master's table. So quit walking in the church like, well, I better be glad I showed up. <laughs> next Thursday come into church and walk in and say I wonder what he's going to do now I've been reading his word and he's been healing people and if he did it then ah, he's going to do it now I know he's going to heal me in this church some of us have been going to church for years I won't even look at you I'll just talk to you been going to church for years and we still just show up and walk in casually kind of like, well, we'll see what the pastor's got to say. Never once pull up in the parking lot before we get out and say, Lord, whatever it is you have for me today. I don't want to leave this place until I get it. Lord, I might not have been perfect. I might have said some crazy stuff this week. Might have had a fight over pancakes. Pancake fight on the church parking lot, dear God. But even if I gotta walk in that place and eat crumbs. Even if I gotta go in there and eat crumbs today. come from you see the enemy tells us well God ain't gonna do it you know you had a rant on Facebook well you're fighting with your sister or your brother or your cousin you know he just ain't gonna do it and so and so we come to church and we're like well I just I just hope nobody knows what's been going on hey yeah my life is a mess I got to cut off noses for my electric. I don't know if I can make my, my payment. My family's been fighting a lot. So I'll just sit in church and when they praise, I'll just I ain't saying you got to come to church and just hand everybody a pamphlet of what you've been through this week, but listen, when you run into Jesus? and he's already done what he's done in your life already, that is enough. That is enough for me. He changes things. He moves things. When you come to church messed up, and broken and nobody understands and I'm misunderstood and my life is going to hell in a handbasket my marriage is falling apart my kids won't straighten up what am I going to do I'm just going to act like I'm on some kind of parade buddy let me tell you something I'm going to find the nearest buffet in Jesus and I'm going to eat all I can eat and gather all I can gather and if I've got enough I'm going to give my bread away so that I Ah, so that other people can be healed. I'm no longer going to come just so I can be a part of something new. I run into Jesus and he changed my life. I'm no longer the same. Every head bowed, no one looking around. Listen. You that got your head bowed, there's somebody watching me right now. There's somebody gonna watch me later. Whoever you are right now, you couldn't turn the computer off. Whoever you are later, you couldn't turn it off. It just, it just God's doing something. He's speaking. You're watching me with tears right now. How do I get past this place? Let me tell you somebody. Somebody talking to another person, I got some bread. I got some bread. Jesus can heal your situation he can touch your life he can cause things to happen that nobody else could cause the doctor couldn't do it the lawyer couldn't do it the banker couldn't do it all your friends left you and couldn't do it but God never left he's gonna heal If you're watching me right now, all I need you to do right now, maybe maybe you're lost, maybe you're backslid, maybe you're not where you need to be. Just repeat after me. Say, Lord, I ask you to forgive me. Lord, do those things that you said you would do in my life. In those places where I failed you, I come short, I ask you to forgive me. I come back to you. Lord take away all of my sins you're the one who died on the cross arose on the third day and I believe in you it's that simple those that are sitting here in this room you got some difficulties you got some things you've been playing church and kicking it around you come to church smiling everything's alright You have arguments before you get to church. You have arguments after you leave church. And everything you do in your life becomes about you. Me, 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 me. And there is so much anointing and power in your life. I'm talking to some marriages here this morning. I'm talking to boyfriend and girlfriend this morning. Listen. Couples, you are more powerful when you believe together than you are when you believe different. So do not let the enemy come in and try to stop you. He's really been trying to get in. Listen to me. If the only time you have a conversation about Jesus is when you're on your way to church or at church, I'm telling you, you better change that status. You better talk about him in the morning. When things start going crazy in your home, just start talking about what Jesus is to you. Don't wait to get to church and hold your husband's hand or your wife's hand and talk about Jesus. Do it at home. Do it at night before you go to bed. Do it before the other morning when you get up. Somebody hear me this morning. That is the only thing that's gonna stop this craziness going on because I'm telling you right now, the enemy is out to divide you he can never divide then he can conquer talking to somebody this morning